Oh, hey, girlfriends. Welcome back to our Shameless Ambition podcast. Happy Friday. I am Justine Eno. And I'm Lindsay Dalen. And today, we get the pleasure of chatting all things Lindsay Dalen. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about so me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am so excited as well. Um, so last week, we dove into me, and this week, we get to dive into all about you. So um, it's going to be a good one. I'm oh. really excited. Yeah, I mean, I am so thankful that we took the opportunity to dedicate a couple episodes to sharing just individually with our audience of yeah. just who we are so that they can get to know us on a more personal level. You know, we have these big conversations, but it's important that people understand who we are and where we come from. Yeah, I mean, it helps them just understand us and our views and mm-hmm. yeah, us a little bit better. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we're gonna dive right into it. Um, yeah, and just start asking the questions away. So I wanna start with your journey, basically. Mm-hmm. I wanna, I mean, I have lots of like nitpicky questions to ask you about parts of your journey after, but I think to give our listeners a better um recap kind of of your career up until this point um if you could just give us like a brief overview of where you started and how it led you to this point yeah I mean so shameless ambition the conference excuse me was the first time that I really got to share my journey and my story and um it was a really cool experience because I've presented lots throughout my career but typically on a topic or um in a certain industry and I look back on my career and there's just so many different elements to it and just so many different ebbs and flows that I just wasn't really expecting throughout my life. Like I wasn't somebody who came out of school knowing exactly what I wanted to do, but when I graduated from high school, I had the opportunity to work for a local law firm as a conveyancer. So I did real estate transactions. And I mean, 18 year old Lindsay in a law firm was um, a huge, huge learning curve. (laughs) I felt like I had to grow up really quick, but it was so cool to be in such a professional environment. And I spent my first year out of high school working for this law firm. Mm -hmm. And then I went to school and I thought I was going to go for my law degree. I was going to be a lawyer because I was that inspired by the work that I was doing. But I got to college and realized pretty quickly I didn't want to be there for seven years. (laughs) So, um, It's a long time. It is a long time. And then like after the after work for like being a lawyer, I'm like, then you got like another three years. It was just such a massive commitment. And honestly, I'm just a multi-passionate person and I didn't really recognize it at the time, but I had to figure out what I wanted to do in school. And so I originally went for my Bachelor of Arts degree. Halfway through the year, I switched to a Bachelor of Music degree. I was singing and, you know, just living the dream and um then after that year i went through a bad breakup and had my heart broken and was convinced that i wasn't going back to school i was going to get a job hot shotting in the oil field (laughs) (laughs) driving trucks around delivering parts and i did one day of that and (laughs) immediately went home and told my mom i was like i'll just go for business like if you don't mind just paying for that that'd be great and So long story short, I went back to school, I got a business degree and coming out of university in 2009 um, was an incredibly hard time in the economy to be getting a job. And so I waitressed at Earl's that summer because it was a great place to network and meet people and eventually it still is. (laughs) is, Exactly. I highly recommend it. And um, I ended up meeting a woman 
shout out to Katie O'Connor, who invited me in for a job interview at the radio station at Rock 97.7. And it was because of meeting her at Earl's and just, you know, striking up candid conversation. I ended up landing my first, you know, official job in sales as an account manager at the Rock radio station. And then, yeah, just eventually grew from there and became a financial advisor because I just kind of hit a wall with radio where I just wanted to grow beyond what I was capable of doing there. And I just wanted to learn more. And that just seemed like a really natural step for me. So I became a financial advisor in 2014 and did that for eight years. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I'm truly passionate about what I did and my time there and the products that I placed for the families that I worked with and but I'm also a highly creative person so during you know the last crazy few years I really realized how important my creative energy is to me and yeah. that led me to leave financial services and to take some different avenues and opportunities that eventually led me to shameless ambition and now I get to fulfill my days with creative projects and cool people and just use all my favorite skill sets so yeah so there's a huge part in that that you didn't really touch on or elaborate <laughs> and um probably because you knew I was gonna ask you but that's okay um Albel sales go oh yeah so um I know like all things Albel mm -hmm. but can you tell our listeners a little bit about Elbel and what it does or what you offer through Elbel? So Elbel Sales Co. came about as a need to provide sales training for women specifically. In all my years in sales, I had never encountered a sales program that spoke to me as a woman and addressed the very different challenges that we face and how we have to do business a very different way. And so I started creating these online programs to share the knowledge that I had acquired throughout my career. And I've had the opportunity to have clients over three different levels of sales. You know, I have third generation clients and I've built relationships that have proven to be profitable and that stand the test of time and being able to share that knowledge with women is really what lights me up because I understand what it means to sell and how powerful we can be with our sales skills and abilities and if you are an ambitious woman you are in sales <laughs> in some form or another whether you're selling yourself your products your services your ideas um, to achieve anything great in business takes a significant element of sales and so that led me to creating the ambitious woman's guide to shameless selling and this is my eight week sales course that covers absolutely anything and everything you could possibly want to know about how to sell face to face how to build relationships that stand the test of time <laughs> that continue to um, produce revenue and income for you and um, how to find new clients how to go through a whole sales cycle how to do the follow-up um, this course really is the 
the culmination of the last 20 years of sales experience. Yeah, so. ups and downs. Ups and downs, exactly. Yeah. And it's raw and unfiltered and... And you can't get it unless you've experienced it, really. Like, I mean, you're learning from someone who's experienced it and you have to. Exactly. To, to really dive into it. Well, and I just asked myself, what would I wish somebody had told me 15 years ago? What do I wish I would have known back then that I could have only learned through tuition and mm -hmm. experience? And that's what I really tried to pour into this course so that I could hopefully shorten the learning curve for so many women out there to get them out selling sooner, yeah. you know, to and get rid confidence. of, have the confidence, yeah. get rid of the stigma or any shame that they feel when when they're in a, clearly in a sales position. And um, I always say that every product or service ever created has to be sold. So sales is literally the lifeblood of how our economy and how our world works. Everything has to be sold. So there should never be any shame attached to selling something that you're passionate about, that you love. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you mentioned it a few times, but I, obviously ambition comes with challenges. And mm -hmm. you just alluded to challenges in um, in part of creating Elbel to help people come overcome those challenges. Um, can you tell us about some of the major challenges? I know you've had plenty, but just the major ones that stick out for you and kind of how you worked through them or overcame them and um, yeah. Yeah, I, over the years I definitely had to first and foremost learn how to sit at the table with men. That was definitely when I look back on my career and a, a consistent challenge that I had to learn how to overcome was how to hold my own in a room full of men and that's just a lot of the business that I did over the years. I would find myself in conference rooms and boardrooms where I was part of the minority and maybe not the only woman in the room, but just not a lot of us in there. And um, few and far between. I think that that's one of the best things I ever did for my career was understand that I belong there and that my words have value and that um, I, I, I've earned that seat at the table. Yes. And so once you have that kind of confidence to know that you belong there, you just have a freedom of speech and an ease in your presence that I think really takes time to learn and can definitely feel challenging. So that was one of the biggest takeaways of just growing throughout my sales career. Um, I talked a little bit about it at Shameless Ambition, but one of the biggest challenges I ever faced as an ambitious woman was last year in 2022, I hit a major identity crisis wall. Like just, man, <laughs> I lost sight of who Lindsay was for a little while and um, that was a really tough dark time to work through and you were there I mean like I yeah. cried on your couch for 98% of it and just I felt so lost I had left my career as a financial advisor in favor of a position as a partner in a marketing agency and it just unfortunately as hard as we worked and as as much effort as we put into it it just wasn't the right fit for my yeah. family that was ultimately why I had to walk away from that incredible opportunity with you know partners that I love and admire and respect and adore but ultimately my family has to come first yeah. and my the integration wasn't working the integration wasn't there yeah. and and that's okay and thankfully you know I was able to come away from that with a stronger friendship and a much deeper understanding of who I am and even though last summer I had to just sit in my 
identity crisis <laughs> and my weird feelings. Like last summer, I was just weird all summer. I you were great. I, but... I, yeah, but I literally woke up and just acknowledged every day, like, okay, you're weird right now, Lindsay. And <laughs> right. I just, it's a funk. It's okay. a funk. Yeah, but um, the clarity that's come out of it is priceless and as hard as that time was to go through to figure out who I am and what I want out of life, I, looking back, I would do it again if I had to because I'm so grateful for where I've landed and I feel like every challenge that I've ever faced in my pursuit of ambition, uh, it's been worth it to get to where I am today. I really um, admire that. Like I Aww. admire that you sat in it and you worked through it in the most authentic way that you could have because I think a lot of people... Um, for the sake of not being vulnerable, would yeah. have just jumped into like the next thing and kept going and not sat in that uncomfortable space. But you decided to really take a step back and see what would make you happy. And I think that's admirable. For oh, sure. thanks, babe. I mean, a lot of it was because I had to. Like, I didn't really have a choice. I knew that if I was going to get through that, I had to face it till mm -hmm. I made it. And it was a combination of some intense personal therapy and um, really just having the hard conversations and, yeah. and just owning where I was at that was ultimately what got me through. But I mean, I certainly wasn't prepared for the depth of how much that would affect me and how deeply I would hurt and for how long I would hurt. And 2023 has been this beautiful year mm -hmm. of just like letting go and finding my new integration and creating this beautiful new reality for myself that has just been the ultimate reward for having sat in that last yeah. year. Yeah. So it's been great. It's yeah. been so it's great. been so <laughs> nice to sit back and just like watch your journey as a passenger. It's Aww. been a really it's been awesome. So Thanks, um okay. So many people find inspiration obviously in other people. We've talked about women supporting other ambitious people and networking and mentorship and all of those things. So my next question to you is um who or what I guess it could be a what <laughs> inspired your career path like to that led you or really um yeah I guess I should word that better because it's not necessarily necessarily your career path so who inspired you for your ambition I guess oh I mean first and foremost my mom like she is just a force of nature and like I mean she's obviously not anymore in the sense of like she doesn't do the same ambitious things that she used to because her and dad are retired and yeah. she has her separate goals now that are have just grown with her and her life but growing up watching her like there just was nothing she couldn't do and she just created such an impact in the community through so many of her endeavors that I just I really grew up doing watching all my mom do all of the same things that I'm doing like mm -hmm. not necessarily in a women's empowerment capacity the same way that I do but um, she worked for the Heart and Stroke Foundation for a decade her and my dad ran the ski hill here in Grand Prairie for I think it was like eight years and she was just always involved in her community and she always put her best foot forward and she never did anything half-assed and like when she showed up she was on like just didn't skip a beat and so I think that she was really the foundation for why I do these cool things because I grew up watching my mom do all these cool mm -hmm. things like I don't think I was born to just sit behind a desk all day because I'm a mover and a shaker like I just can't sit still yes. and that's why I've always excelled in sales because 
you don't sell anything just sitting behind a desk all day. I promise you that. You got to get out there. You got to, you know, pound the pavement. You got to talk to people. You got to mm-hmm. do cool things. You got to show up at stuff. Make and connections. Make connections. And I just really enjoy that. So it's it's really a large part of just how the way I grew up. Yeah. And then, so now to this day, we come to current day. If you need to get a little inspiration, if you're feeling in one of those days and you need a lift up, who is that or what tool do you use to lift up your inspiration? Um, first and foremost, I call you. <laughs> hey, you got 80 today, I got 20. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, honestly, like you're my home girl here where I can yeah. just show up at your house and say, <coughs> hey, you know, having a weird day. Like even today, just had a weird morning. And as soon as you showed up, I just immediately felt better. And yeah. Um, I call my other girlfriends, I call Emma, I call Kate, I call Larray, you know, I do a mental health check with Janelle, I call my sister, when I'm feeling down and out, I reach out to my community of women and I just say, hey, I need a little pick me up because they don't know what they don't know and so I think that it's just a win-win-win for everybody by reaching out and saying, hey, I I need your 80 today, you know, and um, so yeah, first and foremost, I reach out to my community. Secondly, when I need a day to just recharge, I will have a book day. And Mike and the girls know this about me, that if mom settles into the couch by 9 a.m. with a book, it's stay out of my FaceTime. I'm in a story and I need to just crush this because that's my mental escape is to just get lost in a good book and just have a day where I can just literally turn my brain off and and, and refocus, recenter by... Just getting lost in a story yeah. for a bit. So I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I didn't know that. Actually. No? Well, I knew you read a lot, but yeah. I didn't know that. They're, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we learn new things. Um, okay. So next we go on to goals. So I know you have a bunch of goals. I know that the goal is we just never, our goals are never going to stop. No. Um, so I want to touch on two things. It's a two-parted question. You asked me this last week of where you see the future of Shameless Ambition going. So that is one part of the goals. But then I also want to ask you about your other goals that you have. Because, I mean, we're not singular. We don't stay always just in one <laughs> lane. So I just kind of, yeah, want to know about that. Um, well, the future of Shameless Ambition is prestige worldwide status. <laughs> I won't say the other part. That <laughs> Hopefully in the next five years we're hosting the Catalina Wine Hosting Mixer. <laughs> I had to. I could not do it now. It's there. Um, but seriously, though, that's the coolest part about having a podcast is that we get to just put out our message online and share with absolutely anyone and everybody who identifies with it. And we're going to continue doing that. And I'm so excited about how this podcast is going to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had lots of conversations about another conference, nothing confirmed yet, um, but nothing declined either. Yeah. And so that's on the table, but we're going to uh, keep you on your toes. We are going to keep you on your toes. <laughs> But, you know, like there's just so many cool things about this brand that I could see for us in the future is like turning it into a clothing line and really promoting our messaging through what we're wearing and sustainable fashion and just sharing the message of shameless ambition with as many women as we possibly can Mm -hmm. because it's such a cool energy, such a cool vibe and such a cool mindset that I just now that I understand what it is and what it means to me, it's just like, 
I wake up every single day just ready to kill it. And that really comes down to adopting a mentality of shameless ambition. So like the future of this brand in my eyes is limitless. Um, on a personal note, I've, I've touched on it before being a published author is a very important goal of mine has Mm -hmm. been since I was a little kid. I used to go to writing camp in the summertime. I didn't go ride horses and camp out in cabins. Like I went to school for a week out of the summer to learn how to write and hone my craft and, um, just really develop that passion. Writing truly is the core of who I am expressing myself through my words and like I said I've I have so many documents of just things that I've written over the years that like if I died tomorrow and those just randomly got published oh man I might have to give you a hard delete like if I die tomorrow so you can just wipe that can I read them first Uh, I mean yeah you could read them just me (laughs) I'll zip my closet for days and just live in them and then I'll delete them yeah I mean it's just like I would delete them I don't even know if I would need them deleted, to be honest. They're such raw reflections of just how I feel about things and what I think. Like, I don't write stories. I write my thoughts and I share my experiences through my words. And that is a super important goal of mine in life. And I mean, when it happens, I don't know. It's just one it of those. It will happen. It will happen. It's, sure. It will happen. It's just. Yeah. I have no doubt about that. There's literally mm. <laughs> not a single doubt in my mind about that. Um, so again, I'm going to ask you a similar question you asked me that really stumped me and I was kind of like, hmm, about, um, your favorite quality about yourself outside of being a wife and a mom and Um, anything centered in those things because those lists could go on for days. I think my favorite quality about myself is that I'm genuinely interested in people. Mm. And what I mean by that is that like, I, I just think everybody has such a unique story and everybody has value and every single person you meet is you know fighting a battle that we know nothing about and so I truly am interested in in people and what they have to say and what they have to offer to the world and I really just love people and (laughs) um it just I think that that's one of the best parts about life is making new connections and I just love being able to meet new people, share my energy with them, you know, absorb some of theirs, expand my mind, learn about them and, and just get to know them for who they are, because there's just, it takes all kinds of people to make the world go round. And I just am really interested in getting to know all kinds of people. I love that. Yeah. You're a really great people person and you do um, have a wonderful quality of listening to listen, um, not just to respond. Whereas lots of people listen to respond. Totally. And they're already thinking of their response mm-hmm. as you're talking and you do not do that usually. So I, I feel like I read something about like listening to respond years ago. And I remember making a mental note in my head of just like, I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to be the kind of person that when somebody is telling me something that I immediately turn it around to make it about me as mm. far as like, you know, oh, I'm this or my experience here. Like, it's just, it really is so okay for things to be about them in that moment and to just give them your energy by saying like, this is about you and I do want to talk about you and um, this is your time because this is clearly what you're going through. Yeah. So we learned that in yoga. It's one of the biggest takeaways you can do to somebody when they're being vulnerable and sharing with you is being like, oh yeah, I, I experienced that too. And mm-hmm. just to 
own theirs because it's, you know. It's, exactly. Don't do that, girl. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I would like to know your biggest accomplishment to you. So not to anybody else or like an accolade, nothing like that, but something that made you feel the most accomplished if you could pick one moment. Um, honestly, it's funny because it's so recent and fresh, but sharing the stage with you at the women in business luncheon was, that was huge girlfriend. That was was really, really special and important to me because I grew up going to that luncheon. I literally have sat in that luncheon at the chamber of commerce, women in business, small business week luncheon (laughs) so many times over the years. And I envision myself on that stage so many times. And so when we got that opportunity and just the way that you jumped at it with me and like, there was no hesitation. I fuck. (laughs) Sorry for swearing, but like, it just, that was a wild moment to stand on stage with you with, 25 minutes notice of like hey girls like this is your show now Mm -hmm. and um for us to get up there and speak so candidly and openly and to feel the power and the energy between us like I've been on stage by myself a lot but to share that with you it was just the coolest experience ever and and to realize this dream of mine after being a part of this organization and this luncheon for so many years, like it was, wow, that was awesome. And to have been thought of, like the fact that they needed somebody last minute and they thought of me was like, that was a massive accomplishment in and of itself. And so, yeah, Yeah. that was, that was so cool. So cool. It was a great moment. I was happy to share that with you. It was so awesome. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Well, and I mean, I've had lots of cool accomplishments throughout my life and career and shameless ambition was obviously a, wild experience in all the best ways like for anyone who wasn't there listener like girlfriend it was everything and it just went so beautifully and so smoothly and you know I got to give a shout out to my girl Kara who was there every step of the way and who helped pull off this massive event because I mean I truly believe that when we have that kind of community and support and help, we're just better and stronger. Well, it takes a village. It takes a village, yeah. exactly. And so there were so many women working together to help pull off a, a seamless weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was seamless. Like, other than Michelle Romano not coming in because she broke her leg, it was flawless. Like, so, didn't she break both of them? Just like, one. Oh, I thought just she, one. But the other one was injured too. Yeah, I don't yeah. really remember. Yeah. But yeah, she came in via Zoom, which yeah, was, was sweet. Great. We had a great conversation still- and... It was a great pivot. Totally. You know, it was though. Like it was, and, and your it, interview skills are like on par. Oh, so thanks. Like, yeah, it was yeah. wicked. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got to pivot sometimes. So. You do. I mean, yeah. it's huge. I, hence like the commerce event, right? Yeah. Like you just always have to be ready. And um, I think usually you're caught with grace when you do have to pivot. For sure. Um, yeah. People are. Understand. Under, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, all right. So, well, okay. This kind of leads into the next question. Um, so networking and mentorship can be crucial for Mm -hmm. career growth, like arc chamber events. Um, so how have you leveraged your professional network and, um, have you had any big mentors just in the community? So, you know, excluding obviously your mom and those sorts of people, but just within the community that you've really leaned on. Yeah, I think I leverage my professional network by showing up to stuff by, um, if I say I'm going to be there, I'm there. Mm -hmm. I very rarely cancel plans or flake out on things. I really try to, um, 
show up as far as reliability people know that they can count on me and then when I go to these events I make the most of my time I talk to people I acknowledge people I say hello I give hugs I ask how's the wife how's the kids how's the husband you know how was your vacation I remember things about people it speaks to like you listening Mm -hmm. and you loving people and wanting to get to know them you do she remembers these like crazy details about people's lives because you care so much right you when they're telling you about Mm -hmm. them you're like really logging it in the bank 100 percent. and sometimes i'll even come home and write it down if this is somebody that i'm actively pursuing a business opportunity with i will take note of my interaction with them so that i can remember these things and I take networking very seriously because I I really only have so much time in a day. We all do. And so for me to take time away from my family to go to these events, I want to make the most of it. I am not there to sit in the corner. I am not there to hang out solely with the people that I came with. I am there to work the room, to make new connections, to share my energy with as many people as possible. And if I can't turn it on for the hour, I don't go. Yeah. That's when it's like, if I got to pull the cancel card and it's only because I'm really sick or just something really intense is happening in my life. But if I can't show up and be the version of myself that I want to share with people, I don't put myself in the situation to leave a negative impression. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So. And I mean, that wears off on people too. Like Absolutely. if you're going in with a poopy vibe, they're yeah. not going to have the best conversation. Right. Well, and that yeah. leads to, you know, as far as a local mentor goes and she's somebody that I've done a few events with now, I have incredible respect for her. Um, everybody knows and loves her. Mayor Jackie Clayton. This woman is a boss and she always has been. I have been looking up to her for years and it has been, just so impressive to watch her raise her family and to see what she's done in the community and how much of her time she gives to the community and you know the time that she gives to to people like me that ask her for it like hey Jackie mm-hmm. can we go for lunch I want to pick your brain and and she gives me that time and uh, the feedback and just the honesty and I just really admire everything about how she carries herself how she operates and, and how she's so authentic all the mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah. She's Jackie right, yeah. is so authentic. And I feel like that's a... Unapologetic. Unapologetically. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like that's, you know, maybe a little bit of the inspiration for shameless ambition in the sense of like, you know, Jackie does what she does. And she goes about it in such a way that is just classy, sassy, and a bit badassy. And I love that. She's confident. Her. She's so it, confident. So you don't doubt yeah. it, right? No, when she's exactly. that confident in it, you're like, oh, there's no doubt. Because no. she, if she's that confident, then, oh, I'm confident about it too, right? Exactly. That's, yeah. That's the vibe. So. We're going to have to get her on the podcast. Jackie, you're a dream guest on the podcast. So. Yeah, hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> um, all right. So then this leads into you being a mentor, because I know you are a mentor to lots of women in the community, whether you know it or not. Um, what advice would you give to any ambitious woman person out there listening right now? What If you could, it doesn't have to be short, it can be two paragraphs, but what bit of advice would you give them? Do the things. Honestly, just start. Do the things. You have to start making your lists, start making your plan, um, start putting yourself out there because tomorrow's going to come regardless. And you could start a year from now when you feel like you're ready, or you could start today and be that much further ahead a year from now. And so 
whatever your dreams are, you just need to start. Just have the first conversation. Book the first meeting. You know, like sit down and, and write out your plan yeah. on a napkin if that's what it takes. Um, but just get started. And then get out there shamelessly. Literally shamelessly put yourself and your ideas and your thoughts and your plans and your products and your services out there in such a way that your passion is palpable and mm -hmm. undeniable and you are unapologetic in the fact that you are pursuing something cool that you are designing your life in such a way that is the best life for you because you'll be more fulfilled day by day every single day that you spend working on your dream it becomes easier to work on your dream even through the hard days because you're getting the reps in and you can see them adding up. And so I think that that's really the key message is to just start, show up and get those reps in because that's really how you grow stronger every day. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that, honestly, is like showing up. And I think that when you're really confident and passionate about what you're selling or what you're doing or what your passion or your dream is, you exude an energy that people are drawn to you. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, upbeat and you're excited and you have that energy, people are going to come to you as well. You're not always going to have to, you know, reach out because people are going to want to be around your energy. So Well, and it's been so cool this year because all of the position I've positions I've found myself in up until this point in 2023 have been the result of people being attracted to my energy mm -hmm. and people wanting my energy and people, you know, asking me to share my energy and my creative ideas with them. And if you would have told me 10 years from now that this is what I would be doing, I think I probably would have laughed in your face because it just seems so ludicrous that like, I am honestly just rocking around doing cool things and sharing creative ideas and lending strategic insight and advice and and planning experience and event experience and this is just my life and it's because of my passion and my confidence in that passion yeah yeah i um yeah <laughs> oh gosh i don't even know sometimes you just blow my mind away Aww, a little, little by little yeah little by little. no you do um okay so that's gonna lead me into a couple more questions um i did have one and then it escaped my brain because i was actively listening oh, so uh -huh. it just like went Boop. great job um, <laughs> okay so if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive who would it be and why so yeah, we talked about this last week yes. on your episode and I kind of disclosed that mine would be pink. So I feel like I need to choose a backup one okay. because like, I mean, I love pink. Right. She would be first and foremost. Okay. I thought you were still yeah. going to go into it, but no, but maybe they didn't listen to mine. Maybe they don't want in depth on Justine and that's okay. Everybody, <laughs> if you didn't listen, go back and get your history of Justine because it's a wild ride. Well, yeah. um, so you're going to laugh at this one because okay. I was sitting on my deck two months ago with you and Emma and you guys were talking about Vanderpump rules and I had literally never seen an episode of Vanderpump ever but like you girls carried on a conversation like you've yeah. been watching this show for years <laughs> and uh, I really just binged it I was month. so intrigued and so I started watching Vanderpump rules and man do I have incredible respect for Lisa Vanderpump mm -hmm. I would sit down for dinner with Lisa Vanderpump in a heartbeat and I'm actually gonna be at her restaurant in LA next month at Sir. I have a reservation I'm so excited 
And if the opportunity strikes, girlfriends, I promise you, I will seize that carp to introduce <laughs> myself to yes. Lisa Vanderpump because I love everything about how she just handles herself, carries herself. She's so classy. So classy, but such a badass. Yeah. And I just, yeah, she's incredible. So she's somebody who just stuck out in my mind as a woman that um, I, I would love to bend her ear for an hour. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So what are you going to order? Do you know? Goat cheese balls, okay. for sure. And the Vanderpump um, sangria. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Well, I'm not a big fan of wine these days. Maybe a pumptini. Oh, that's yeah. the, yeah, pumptini. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe What's-His-Face will be spinning at uh, Sir that night. What? Who's the guy that, the James? DJ? James, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, go down to Tom Tom. Yes, definitely going down to Tom Tom. Yeah, and then yeah. going over to um, Ariana and... Katie, don't they have a sandwich shop? Something about her. Oh, that's what love it's called. that. Yeah. 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 So, and they're all, it's like a block. It's like a commune. <laughs> it's just like Lisa's like little children that she's raised and mentored. She oh, sends off. And so they much. just like open restaurants in her block. <laughs> well, and like, this is my, you know, version of shameless ambition because <laughs> like, when will I find myself in LA again? I don't know. Probably not anytime soon, but my husband and I are headed down for some meetings and, um, we have a night to ourselves, and he asked me what we wanted to do, and I was like, well, duh, babe, we have to go to Sir." <laughs> oh, and he's so excited, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Him and my uh, husband have the same feeling. Exactly, <laughs> but, you know, he's going to be a champ for me, and we'll probably yeah. do a studio tour that day and just soak up the vibes of L.A., because... I went once when I was a kid, I was like 13, we went to Disneyland, but I've never been there as an adult, and I've always been so fascinated by LA and Hollywood and movies and you know, production, and like, oh, me too, it would just be incredible, um, and I would recognize them. Marty, or Leo. Right? <laughs> Marty. <laughs> oh, that was the best. Uh, had to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm really excited for you guys to take the trip. Oh, I'm excited awesome. for you to have some like time for yourself too, because you've been go 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 go. Yeah, you know what? That's okay though. I really feel like the fall is my favorite time of year for like being busy, and I don't love the word busy. You know, I hate the word busy. Full, exactly. It's a great time of year in business. I love the fourth quarter. It's you know, there's always so much energy and vibrancy in that closing quarter. The closing quarter. That's right. Money left. So I'm really okay with having a stacked schedule for the fall. And we get to go to Kelowna next yeah. week for a Mamas for Mamas gala. We're so excited about that. And um, yeah, it's just, I, I like having stuff to look forward mm-hmm. to. So. Yeah, we always do kind of have things on the calendar yeah. that we're always like, oh, this is coming up, this is coming up, which exactly. is nice. And then all the rest in between is just great. And sometimes filler. things come up in 20 minutes, and that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was doing my laundry, putting this stuff away, and I was like, oh, that was such a good day. Such a It was good like day. our wedding day, though. It kind was. Of, it like, went by so fast in yeah. a blur that I'm like, oh, did someone videotape it? Uh, I don't. Because it's so blurry, mm-hmm. right? You're just like, I don't even remember being up there for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I actually almost feel like I blacked out in the sense of, like, before I knew it, we were done. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow. Hey, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? <laughs> did we swear? I don't think so. I think I said crap, though, because I think I was going to say shit, and then I said crap. There was a very cool moment, though, when you were talking about just kind of, like, our philosophy and how we, you know, 
tend to view other women and treat other women and you had said our motto is collaboration over competition mm -hmm. and there was a round of applause and mm -hmm. I was just like yes girlfriend yeah, I was like was you great. get it yeah. you get it and yeah that was all the validation we needed totally being up there speaking was a mid interruption applause because then you know you're doing great so exactly that was good. <laughs> thanks for the affirmation yeah, yeah yeah okay so I have two more questions left for you so Lay my first me. question is going to probably lead into my second question okay but I don't know this about you I would like to know the top let's say like three to five things on your bucket list Ooh, wow um stumped you didn't i yeah you did to be honest i don't really spend a lot of time thinking about like a bucket list i think a lot about okay. goals and dreams what are like five not career oriented okay did you see how i almost said that things that you would like to do so like for sure. jumping out of an airplane or you know just yeah I things. mean I would only jump out of an airplane for TJ mm -hmm. um, but uh, as far as a bucket list goes I need to see Ed Sheeran in concert okay somewhere doesn't matter where but preferably England yeah that'd be super yeah. cool okay. like maybe in a castle that'd be awesome like a private concert would exactly be awesome. like if we could just hang out um like we around a campfire yeah exactly uh that would be ideal i would love to do a 40th birthday trip to ireland with mm -hmm. my girlfriends we've talked a little bit about this but we all turned 40 in three years and to be able to go experience a cool country like that i am super irish i have a lot of family roots there um from way back in the day but it's um that would be just so cool you know my mother's maiden name is O'Brien mm -hmm. and I would just probably tell everybody there that my name is Lindsay O'Brien and we just make best <laughs> friends with all the cool Irish people so and just to travel Europe in general like yeah. that's big on my bucket list I have spent the majority of my life up until this point really building my career and just raising a family and like I kind of did all the things that mm -hmm. like I, I matured really fast and I just you guys didn't travel young. We didn't travel young. No, we've had a lot of epic memories over the years. So, like, I don't really feel hard done by in that regard. But I don't feel worldly. Yes. And so I guess that's part of my bucket list is to get to a point where I feel like I've actually had some world experience. Um, a bucket list would be to share the stage with Jillian Harris one day. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Did you see that drop? Yeah. Do you see that drop? Are you listening, Jill? Um, I had such a wonderful opportunity to work with her at Shameless Ambition. She's from the Peace region originally, and my sweet, sweet brother-in-law, Travi, hooked us up in conversation, and she so generously donated to Shameless Ambition. We had a lot, a lot of lucky ladies in the audience win access yeah. to her <laughs> entire Jilly Academy series, and I just, I love watching her build her life and build her company and build her family and like her husband used to be a pro snowboarder so I mean Justin and Mike could probably get along super yeah. well like they wouldn't have anything in common right no <laughs> um but like to share the stage with Jillian Harris would be a bucket list item I mean if I ever get the opportunity to just sit around a campfire with her that'd be pretty cool too right um but yeah I just really admire her as a woman who's from the same region that I'm from and she's somebody who has really pursued her dreams with shameless ambition and just been unapologetic about it and just does cool stuff and so like I just see so many parallels between what she's done with her career and the things that I would like to do with my career so that would be a bucket list 
I feel like I got three there, right? Oh, yeah, you definitely yeah? Okay, had. Yeah, cool. no, that was great. Yeah. Okay, and that's going to lead into my last official question. Okay. Um, you alluded to TJ Lavin. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the question you asked me. TJ is listening. Yeah, we know he's listening. Because he, I mean, I couldn't, can't see him doing anything else in his spare time listening <laughs> other than listening <laughs> to a women's Shameless Ambition podcast. But <laughs> TJ's ears are everywhere. Yes. If you okay. watch the challenge, you know this. You do know this. Yeah. Um, he is big brother. So if TJ is listening, what would you like him to know about you before we go on the show? I would love for TJ to know that I am no dummy when it comes to trivia mm -hmm. and I am an excellent speller. So it, the, <laughs> that's one of the episodes in every single season of the challenge. There is the, the final of the USA one when they were. Spelling. Oh my God. It was so bad. <laughs> like so bad. Minigansi. <laughs> Spell vengeance. <laughs> They were easy words too. Easy like they words, were, yeah. easy words. And so every season of the challenge, there's like a trivia episode and it's TJ's favorite. <laughs> Honestly, I watched the episode just to watch him laugh. Like he, he laughed, laughed so, so hard. hard. And I just like, that's where I would shine, Teej. I am a trivia master. I'm an excellent speller and you can count on me. And, yeah. you know, I'll just never quit. I will die for the challenge <laughs> yeah, we would. um okay and then i'm gonna ask you the question you didn't even plan to ask me but it ended up being really funny so if you could relate yourself to any challenge person already like in you know the popular the right. vexish or just ones who've been on a lot who would it be it would be tori oh, yeah. yeah it would be tori i love her energy and her vibe i love how she um has grown throughout the seasons and it's like she's just got such a lock on her mental game where it's just like she's just dialed in and she I feel like food. oh just like a savage like <laughs> yeah exactly and it's just like it's almost like she has the ability to just like step out of her body to just submit to the challenge mm -hmm. and like that's who I would want to like emulate my gameplay after because like she doesn't do anything shady she's got a good heart everybody loves her and you know, that's who I would want to yeah. essentially model my gameplay after. Yes. So, I Tori mean, Tori will be on the podcast one day. She one doesn't day. know it again, but one day we'll get her here. Bucket list item also is yeah. to have Tori on the podcast. We would both fangirl so hard. So hard. But she has a podcast too. So, like, maybe she would just be like, yeah, girls, like, you, I'll come on yours, you come on mine, and we'll just trade vibes. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah it'd be so sure. cool. So that was our uh, campaign pitch for <laughs> for Tori. Tori's manager will be in touch with us. Exactly. <laughs> Slash uh, um, MTV, if you're listening, this is our cue to you to create a fans versus vets season. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like another season of Fresh Meat. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't sound as dirty. No, exactly. But <laughs> mm, Fresh Meat. <laughs> Shameless uh, ambition, girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have goals. And I mean, those are good goals. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just like, you got to dream big. And this I, is my theory on the challenge. Yeah. It's like you're on national television. Mm -hmm. So like as scary as whatever, they're going to make you do, they're not going to let you die on national television. So like you exactly. might break something. Olivia broke her face, but oh, they yeah. fixed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're taking a risk no For matter sure. how you slice it, but like you do rest safe in the knowledge of like these challenges are designed by professionals and oh, they're yeah. tested and they're, um, 
like it's it's not like somebody just threw together something in their backyard <laughs> like we will do when yeah. we film our uh, challenge audition video yeah, someday we'll so for you yeah. guys and uh, yeah I also started watching <laughs> Special Forces oh yeah, yeah I started that one too mm. yeah that's, that's a cool show hey yeah yeah it's intense I mean I don't think I'd want to go on that one because Me I don't either. like getting yelled at like that no. but. No, no, I wouldn't go on that. No. That just seems like it would break me. Exactly. You're, but you're their intention delicate. is to yeah, break exactly. you. Guy would just break walking out of the car. I'd be like, I can't, I'm sorry. You know what? You'd have to get into the mindset of SEAL Team 6. Oh, yeah. Like, you just honestly would have to get so dialed into your three-foot world and just like... Yeah, for sure. Different brain, different person. Different brain. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah. But with all that being, I'm out of questions. But we can keep talking like we always do. We can but. always keep talking. And yeah. I mean, I just love that we sit down and do this every week. It's the highlight of my week. And the feedback from our listeners have been yeah. so wonderful. So thank you to everybody. That's, we're happy you're listening. We're so happy you're listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the love and support yeah. and the messages that you share. And um, also, if there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. Um, we're not opposed to that. If you want us to talk about something in our lives or something we've maybe went through or you have questions, please, please, please just let us know. We want to engage in an open conversation um, as much as we can with you guys. So just, yeah, let us know. Yeah, send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook, just shamelessambition.ca. Uh, leave us a comment on here on YouTube yeah. and... Um, We'll be sure to get back to you for sure yeah. because we appreciate you. We care. We care. We do. Yeah. All right. Signing off for today. Do you have your quote for I today? I didn't because I was going to ask you for one, but then oh. I forgot. So What's that, a good quote? I kinda, that was me, guys. I shit the bed. No, that's okay. Um, I can find one really quick. I'm trying to think of one that I can remember off the top of your, my head. Oh, oh, that is cool. I'll share my favorite um, sales-inspired quote and it is by Mary Kay Ash the creator of Mary Kay Cosmetics and she said treat every person you meet as if they have a sign around their neck that says make me feel important and not only will you be successful in sales you'll be successful in life oh I love that that's a good one give people your time and attention girlfriends make them feel important yeah leave people better than you found them absolutely Always, always, always. And on that note, what a great way for us to end this podcast. Yeah. Have the best day. Bye.